Welcome to the Pool House Podcast. Pool House. Hello and welcome to the Pool House Podcast. I am your host, Jake, here with my co-host, Andy. How are we doing today, Andy? Uh, very well, mate. Thank you. Yeah, as we um, sort of crawl over the line into this festive period, how are yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Um, I feel like I'm on a ticking time bomb at the moment because I just had a second, no, my third vaccine. So uh, we'll see how oh, we go. The booster. The booster. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Other than that, not bad. I've been stuck in one line for a whole week. <laughs> um, do you want to know the funny thing? I'm thinking I'm now just going to go with no line. <laughs> <laughs> Let this be a lesson to us all. <laughs> Sometimes it's better with no line. Exactly. Okay, right, let's let's dive into this quickly because this, this has been something that's been happening this week that I think we should speak about. <laughs> so, new song in the works. Basically, what is it? You've just got one line that you feel that needs to be finished. And now after about 90 hours of trying to finish this line, you've decided it doesn't need a line. Explain, come on. Yeah, so I've had this song going for most of the years for a long time but I just was like this is the next one I'm gonna put out it's basically all there it's got one line missing and I really like the two lines around it so I've honestly written I mean it must be getting close to 50 lines now Um, (laughs) a short story some would say (laughs) uh, (laughs) and nothing feels right it's almost like that's telling you something in itself but you keep going back to it going oh yeah but if I could just get this to work, it will make more sense. It will mean more, blah, blah, blah. I was listening to this song this morning and one thing it does on the fourth line is just has a load of delay throws. So it just repeats the third line and it just makes a bit of a moment out of the space. So I've pretty much decided that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Beautiful. I've tried a lot of lines and it's a weird thing because it it needs space before it goes into the next line. But all the lines I was writing, it it felt like too congested, but I still felt like needed just a little tie over. Anyway, it's not working. So I'm just going no line. Delay. Yeah. It's just like the song is there. So if that's the one thing stopping me calling it done, then yeah, it's it's the way to move on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. And that, that kind of does bring um, bring us on to what we wanted to have a little bit of a discussion about. Um, over this Christmas period, are you going to continue to battle on with writing and creativity and music or are you going to use it as a break? I mean, I think personally for me, I always feel scared to take breaks because I, like I've said previously, I'm worried that I'll come back and won't be able to do it. And also for me, a break from work, you feel like you should be oh, well, that gives me loads more time to do creative stuff. So there is a a guilt that sort of slides in with not being creative and just taking a break. So what's your plans over the next couple of weeks in terms of creativity and how do you sort of, and how do you feel about it all? So I'm always really optimistic at this time of year. I'm like, yes, some time off. I'm going to plan to do loads of my own music. I'm going to utilise the time. And then in reality, you get so thrown off by you know, days here with this side of the family and 
you know, another day here with the other side of the family and you're not necessarily in your usual environment and everything just feels a bit off. Then the time just goes by and then you're like, oh, there's not even that much time anyway. Might as well wait till the new year. Um, yeah. I'm quite determined this year to not let that happen. Even if I'm out of my comfort zone and just on a laptop, on a sofa that isn't mine, for example, I'm mm-hmm. going to try utilize that and just use your limitations and spend half an hour you know quick fire beat idea or whatever um try utilize that because you know you never know you come back to it and then you're like actually that was well worth chucking something down and i think also the difficulty is there's a lot of christmas music around you so it's harder to get inspired by current music because all you're hearing is christmas music which you know doesn't really lend itself to what you're doing yeah 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 but yeah it's the same every year i think this year it falls quite well because christmas is a saturday so that should help normally when it's midweek and you're like leading up to it it's a bit like the whole world's winding down so it feels like you should be which is yeah definitely in itself an excuse but um yeah it's it's easy to fall into these traps that winding down feeling is definitely the one that that I feel. So I think to combat it, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try and do more mornings. Yeah, it's a good idea. Like I don't normally get to uh, exploit mornings, so I was gonna probably take inspiration for what you said. Wake up and I mean, I've got I've got things to get on with, things to finish, things to write. But yeah, just a couple of hours and then then switch it off and do other things. And I think that will sort of feed my or lessen my guilt of doing nothing yeah um so yeah I, th- I think that's the plan i think if you can just do an hour every morning you know we spoke about it in a previous episode like put the timer on just do an hour quick fire hour you probably get way more done than when you just casually sit down and you've got four or five hours to do it you know make it fun give it like a I don't know, call it a against the clock challenge. I mean, there's loads of YouTube things like that. Maybe do that for yourself. Like, yeah, it'll probably make you work in a different way and something cool will come of it, whether it's just one out of all the times you do it. But yeah, no, definitely. I think it's interesting as well. You say about being surrounded by Christmas music. I hadn't really thought of that either. You're not, yeah, you are not really tuning in to sort of many inspiring things at this time of year either so creatively yeah i think it is quite hard because you also do battle the uh should we should i just start again next year that's the classic sort of i don't know i think as a human being it feels good to like put something off to the new year i could that if it's new year's resolution that type of thing that you get sort of well it's it's, brainwashed with but yeah it's on one hand it's a cop-out because you're just doing what everyone else is doing but on the other hand, it is good to spend time with the people you care about, switch off, analyse your year and think about where you're going to go. But I think mm-hmm. if you can switch off in a different way, you know, like we've been saying, switch off from the grind of it and make it maybe a bit fun at this time of year and just be like, there's no purpose to this. I'll just, over this time, I'm just going to try, keep the juices flowing, keep it going. But yeah, I think it is actually probably beneficial to do a bit of both. Yeah. Because you, yeah, yeah. you need to know what you're trying to achieve next year. Otherwise, it's just a constant grind and there's no real aim. So it is a bit of both. Yeah, I think, I think you're spot on there. Dial back the grind to sort of balance out with 
Christmas, basically. Yeah. With what Christmas entails. Yeah, for sure. Carrying on from that, it's it's good to look back on what you've achieved. Me and you hadn't released a single song until this year, so... No, until, I think until about June this year, was it? Yeah, it was, my first song was in June. So halfway through this year. It's easy to forget what you've achieved, and it's really only half the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have this podcast, we didn't have a website, we didn't have nope. Instagrams, we didn't have people listening. We didn't have any releases, yeah. So... We should feel quite pleased with what we've done this year. Now, we always want more. (laughs) Human beings always want more. But I think it's important to look back at what you've done and use it as a platform and just be like, that's the level we got to this year. Now it's time to build on that. Don't feel disappointed by what you've done. Just try and be like, that's where I am. Draw a line and be like, okay, how do I level up from there? Yeah, yeah, totally. I think, yeah, it's massively important. I mean, just speaking then about what we'd done. I mean, this time last year, we were talking about how good would it be if we could just release songs? And we were like, we were almost pining for it. And now we're at a stage where we've, I don't know, released sort of almost seven tracks between us. We only wanted to do one, (laughs) like, in December last year. So, no, you have got to look back. I mean, yeah, personally, I'm, I'm guilty of looking forward only so very blinkered and just what's next what can I do how can I do better so no I think it is great to look back I think everyone everyone should so everyone in similar or on similar journeys to us it doesn't really have to be related to music either just sort of yeah use, use the time to look back and appreciate your accomplishments because like I say for us I don't think we even thought we'd be this far no so let's look back you know you say you're guilty of only looking forward so i'll help you look back what are you happy with you know in terms of what you've done i'm i'm very happy with the way that we've created or helped each other to create an outlet for our creativity i think for me last year and the first six months of this year what i was really looking for was a way to release and an outlet for all these things that i was creating and getting quite frustrated with not not I don't know if frustrated is the right word, just disheartened and sort of in that mindset of what's the point? Like what is the point of me writing a track or creating this, creating that? Because no one ever hears it and if music isn't heard, then there's no real point in the music. So I think I'm most happy with the fact that I now have a vision of how I want my sound to sound, a way of releasing these creative ideas. I'm really happy with the podcast. I didn't know I would enjoy it as much as I have done. I really like how regularly we've made these things. And I think that's something that people could maybe take from us as well, is that we spoke a lot anyway. All we've done is just recorded it and it hasn't taken any more time out of our day, hasn't taken much more effort. I mean, obviously you edit it, so so there's that. But the actual content and doing it is, is what we were doing anyway, so... Yeah, I'm I'm happy that it is on a it is on an upward trajectory of creativity really and, and, and releasing. Yeah, and I think like you say, the the podcast has been very welcome into our sort of ecosystem and just feels good because it allows us to talk things out and there's much more to come, you know, when we start doing interviews. And yeah, just it's just a nice thing to have because it's basically created a buddy system 
as you get older, it's harder to have like-minded people around you who are still sort of striving to do something and haven't yet accomplished fully what they want to accomplish. You know, when you're a teenager, it feels like everyone around you is doing the same thing. So you have that to rub off. As you get older, people surpass you or your other friends stop doing it. And what's been really great for me is just having someone I can talk to that is on the same path. And even though the music styles are very different, it's always a shoulder just to be like, I'm struggling this week or I can't figure this thing out. You know, I just know who to go to for those kinds of things. So definitely whatever you're doing in life, create a buddy system, find someone that is on the same path who you can just bounce off of. And, you know, when you're down, they can pick you up and vice versa. And you can just really lean on each other. And that's uh, that's what this podcast now is. And not only is it sort of a coping mechanism, it's it's also something really cool and we both enjoy. So I think it's therapeutic as well. You know, this year has been a strange one in general. My creativity has gone up in terms of personally and I'm working on songs which I really love and with artists I really love. Yet my sort of day-to-day work has died a little bit because of you know what the world is going through so it's been a real strange one it's uh yes it's it's left me in a in a position where I don't really know where I'm going next year and I really need to figure that out you know going into the year so you can feel good and you know exactly what your plan is I think I really need to do that within this time frame but I also want to finish some songs so I don't know there's always thinking time at this time of year from last year to this year, what are your standouts? What are you happy with? I'm just happy with the standard of music I've been putting out. Whilst it doesn't necessarily give a great return on investment in terms of time at this point, when I put them all in a playlist and I look back on it, it feels really good. Good. That's where I want to head. I just need to figure out how to do more of it. I still have the guilt feeling of when I'm doing my own stuff. I'm hoping the more I put out next year, the more that just goes because I can't be dealing with that forever. I think it's until it brings the same amount in, mm-hmm. maybe that's what I film, but maybe that'll never happen. I want to do more videos because that's another income stream which can help, you know. And I've thought about doing Twitch streams as well. Who knows? I just want to do more. I think we all go into the new year thinking, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, this and this. And then you're in January and it's all a bit difficult and grim outside and you're a bit sluggish and it's hard to get going. But I'm, uh, you've, got, you've got to go in with optimism. We can talk ourselves into it. The podcast will talk us into it. Yeah. Uh, we've got lots of music to come out and that should start us off in good stead. Lock up at least, mate. Yeah. <laughs> we... Uh, we definitely want to do more collabs. So if anyone wants to collab, yep. you know, hit us up. That's probably going to be it. The year of collaborations next year. One thing we're going to try utilise over the Christmas gooch, as Andy <laughs> likes to call it, is... Uh... <laughs> That's between Christmas and New Year, by the way. Is we're going to try get a run of interviews in the bag over that time period, uh, and so we can start the new year differently. So it's not just me and Andy talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get those sorted, and 
I think that'll be a nice switch of pace. Not saying we won't ever do just episodes with me and Andy, but we don't want to keep saying we're going to do them, we're going to do them and not do them. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's coming early next year for sure. Looking forward to it. Andy, do you have any funny Christmas traditions that you do in your family or what's uh, what's a typical white Christmas oh uh, do you like the pun there very good very good that's because it's my second name yeah I get it um <laughs> I think we are very bog standard Christmas if I'm honest with you it is it's just this isn't interesting but I want to see if you're any different we get up eat breakfast then open presents do you, are you the same no oh, that's boring <laughs> No, no, no. Actually, oh. I, I mean, I have strong opinions on this. So, so yeah. So it's we wake up, <laughs> breakfast, presents. Then it's sort of like eleven a.m. and nobody really knows what to do. And then someone gets like some bucks fizz out, and everyone goes, "Yeah, this is still minging as it was last year." <laughs> um, so then everyone's had then everyone's had some sort of alcohol at like that late morning stage. So then everyone's looking at everyone else, going, "Do we open real beers now or?" Or are we still putting it off? And then normally someone goes goes and get, goes and gets the real beer out, and, and then you start. Then we have yeah Christmas dinner or Christmas lunch. What do you call it? Yeah, I mean either or. Uh, dinner, Christmas dinner, all the way. Yeah. Uh, then it goes into games, and yeah. then depending on how much we all like each other after the games, we we carry on drinking until we go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I'd say that's pretty typical and, you know, sounds like how it should be. <laughs> I hope my family aren't listening to this. <laughs> I can't, I don't know what you're about to say, but I can't wait. No, um, so I have the in-laws and my family, right? My family, they do have breakfast and they do open their presents, but it's all so slow. <laughs> As in, breakfast is late, and by the time you get to presents, it's like, it's too late. You're, you're, you know, the thing with Christmas, you're up against the clock, aren't you? Bef- mm. So literally every time with my family is never make it to board games because everything's just too late. Wow. Yeah. And is- it, mm. it drives me mad, if I'm honest, but... <laughs> And then, yeah. and then on the in-law side, it is like straight up presents. Get them done. Mm, mm. Get them done. Quick breakfast. Like there's always seems to be time on that side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> but there's much less people to please and everyone's got their way of doing things. Also, we have people who are like outdo people by saving a present just being like oh, i've still got a present to open mm, yeah we have so much so that it can go into boxing day and that that's what not, yes it's crazy i mean i don't play along with this if it was me it'd be presents breakfast you know straight lunch. into early yeah. beers early lunch and then you know you know i say early lunch i'm talking mid-afternoon yeah not yeah, pushing yeah. evening two three is normally for us yeah but yeah, until it's my Christmas, as in I'm leading the charge, I've just got to sit back and let it happen. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's kind of a, a democratic thing. But the thing is, as you get older, you do get less presents. I mean, I know first world problems, I get it. But we have that one person that seems to have absolutely loads of presents every year. 
And so I've, I'm there and I've opened my, uh, <laughs> I don't know, one or two, if I'm lucky. Not that I mind, because I never know what I want. So I'm just like vouchers or, or whatever. But then I'm going to name and shame her. Emily has literally about 48,000 presents to open. <laughs> so I'm now going, oh, when's the Bucks Fizz coming? Like, I'm now looking forward <laughs> to the Bucks Fizz. She's taking that long. So, but yeah, uh, classic Christmas stuff. But yeah, I just think, you know, especially if there's kids around, just let them open it. Let them get on with the day. Like, what's the point in letting them wait? Like, that's, yeah, that's let them I mean, enjoy. We're not, we're not up until eight maybe and i imagine when i was a little one i was 5 a.m 6 a.m and you're just all you're doing is waiting and it's like waiting is good to a point but you know what are you actually teaching them <laughs> you're teaching them to wait but to the point where it's difficult to keep them waiting it's like no nah, come on I, I think you need to have a word with the i've i've head tried, of operations mate. in the I've robin's tried. household <laughs> i've tried but you know the women rule the house as, you know, that's pretty normal. So yeah. I've tried and I've had to just accept it's the way it is until it's my Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think you are going to have to accept it, but I cannot, I cannot stand for people in opening presents on Boxing Day. That is just too far. <laughs> I mean, it happens with birthdays as well. Anyway, that's a whole nother that's, thing. Yeah, too far. It, it, it's too far. <laughs> Right, I think that's probably us for chit-chatting for this year, except for our songs of the week. And I'm not sure what we're doing this week, Andy. Do you know what? Even though we have moaned about Christmas songs a little bit, saying that it doesn't allow for any creativity, I'm quite interested to know what your favourite Christmas song is. I actually don't know. If I... Oh, that's a cop-out. <laughs> I know what it used to be. What it used to be? Yeah. Have you gone off it? <laughs> you can't go off a christmas song well it's just that it's not played that much honestly my favorite ones are the old ones it's a bit old-fashioned you can be sat around the fire and it's just about feeling warm and cozy right you need a lot of logs for the fire at your house it goes on till boxing day <laughs> <laughs> i think mine actually is maybe it's a bit boring for some no judgment <laughs> it's nat king cole the christmas song Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. I also tried to learn it once and it has <laughs> so many chord changes. It's unbelievable. But that's the thing. You were involved when we did a Christmas cover. Yeah, you've done two. Yeah, we've done two, like I said. <laughs> but do you remember how many chords? Like, I mean, that probably just reflects on like our songwriting, but the amount of chords in Christmas songs, jeez. It is impressive. There's a reason why they stand the test of time if they're great. So Nat King Cole, yeah, lovely, conjures up exactly the image that you were talking about. I think it's exactly how I would love to spend Christmas, which would be like a log cabin up in the woods. You've got a fire. <laughs> Everyone having breakfast and opening presents when I tell them exactly. to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that song screams that. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Regimented. Okay. <laughs> No, everyone's having fun when I tell them to. Yeah, exactly. Right. Do you want to What's know mine? What's yours then, mate? Yeah. So mine, it's kind of a weird Christmas song, I, I've always thought. And I think that's maybe why it has stuck out to me a bit over the years. Because I don't think it's really about Christmas. It's more about, I don't know, like war, I think, or something. 
But anyway, so my favourite Christmas song is Stop the Cavalry by Jonah Louis. I'm not sure I even know it, mate. Are you, are you what? That's because there's not enough time in the day for you to listen to it. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to listen to it right now. Have you never heard that one? It's, oh, it's classic. I'm playing it now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, of course. Of course. <laughs> I've never thought about that, though. Like, whether it is Christmassy or not. I, like you say, I just assume it is Christmassy. So that's what threw me off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it is just a Christmas song. But, like, I guess when you actually delve into the lyrics, maybe it's not at all. Yeah, so it, it always stuck out for me. And I was like, yeah, it's weird. I'm, I'm down for that. Fair enough. I do have two releases that came out last week. Drop them, drop them. Which I want to shout out. I have the band Cusp and their new song Cry, which was produced by me. This one has been sat around for a long time and it's a bit of an anthem. That's the only way they know how to write songs. The other one is Naked Next Door and their song Holding On, which was part of an EP that I did at the start of the year. They still have a few songs left to come out but it's also another belter. So, yeah, check those two out. Yeah, I think that's pretty much us for this week and the year, Andy. I think it is, mate. I think um, I think it's all we've got left for is see you later, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to mention our website for anyone that's interested. It's poolhouse.com. Please check out the stems and sample pack download them, use them as you would like. You know, the more I think about it, there is a lot of things that I need to do over the Christmas gooch. Okay. (laughs) I need to do another production breakdown. There's two for me to do at the minute. So far, there is one for my song Fallen. Email us at poolhouseproducers at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at VincentXGeorge. You can find Andy at... At 1816 and you'll hear from us in the new year. Peace and love, have a good Christmas, happy new year, all that jazz. See ya!